0: Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Human Behaviour Show. And today we have a really good episode. We're on to episode 12. And we have Avi today. And we host a lot with Clubhouse. And she has a really good track record when it comes to doing amazing shows. It's going to be marketing-focused. going to be branding-focused. here today with Avi. Um, so for those of you who are new to the podcast, we are on episode 12. And this can be listened to on um, Apple as well as Spotify. So that's, and you can also be um, asking us questions and, and going in the chat as well. So we'd love to kind of hear from from you guys as we go along. Um, I'm just trying to get Avi in here and then we'll kind of resume what's happening. So um, we're trying to do high value rooms. I'm trying to get some of the leaders of the Human Behavior Club on and really getting to the crux of the knowledge they share in half an hour bites. And that's what I'm trying to aim to do with this podcast as we go ahead with it. But I'm always up for guests, always up for suggestions, and would love to hear from everyone and, and all the listeners. That would be like the, the best thing uh, for us to improve. And a lot of human behavior we see play out in marketing and branding. Why are we allured to certain things? What draws us in? What are some of the things we can be doing better? And there's no one better than that, than Avi to you know, share with us um, the secrets of the trade. Um, And she's hosted some incredible speakers and um, herself is a really good speaker as well. So I've been looking forward to this one for a while. And um, I think we have a stage chemistry as well, um, hosted a few shows together. Um, she's always reliable and she has a lot to share. So I'm excited for the listeners to hear from one of our stellar hosts that we have as part of this human behavior community and, um, build from there. Um, and it's going to be super good. So I'd, I'd, I'd love for people to ping people in as well and we'll get going. Hey, Avi, we're just waiting for you. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. I was giving you a bit of an introduction, but why didn't you? Tell everyone who you are and what you do, Avi. Welcome.
1: Oh, hi, Sahib. Thank you for having me. So excited to be here. Hello, everyone. My name is Avi, and I am a marketing strategist and personal branding guide and also a psychology nerd. So I work at the intersection of strategy, branding, and personal transformation. But um, for the most part, I've spent um, the primary part of my career as a global strategy and marketing executive at big media companies and film studios you're working on all kinds of um, content and platforms and formats whether it's films or TV shows um, and also the news at NBC News and my passion is to help revolutionary ideas, brands, and also humans be able to clarify and embody their purpose so that they can thrive. Um, and so I'll send it back to you. So,
0: hey, I'll be brilliant. And you've done a whole host of different things. And, and having you, I was saying, as a powerhouse, part of the human behavior community has been kind of um, a breath of fresh air and, and excellent. And I want to start it off with. Um, Marketing is often perceived as something which is a lot of sales it's a lot gimmicky, but whenever you talk you and you always talk about this as well, you always scream authenticity. Can you tell us how you stay so authentic and and what is staying authentic in marketing?
1: It's such a good question, and you know i you know some people started to have an allergic reaction to this word authentic because it's misused and um, it sort of has lost its power or its luster, but I but I really want to bring it back because I think it's a, a when when we are actually truly authentic, and I'll explain what I mean by that. Um, it we are absolutely powerful and unstoppable, and so I I do want to reintroduce this word authentically back into our vocabulary and use it properly. But I think that you know. Um, as, as we grow up, we live in a society where we feel like we need to achieve. And I'm not saying that some of us don't, there's certain things that are our goals, or we want to become, or um, there's certain qualities that we want to acquire. But ultimately, we are always living and breathing as we are. And I think this, this, this um, marketing ultimately and branding really when done well and when done effectively is tapping into our exact essence as we are and then communicating that in a compelling way and telling our story in a compelling way so that we can connect with those people or those organizations or those audiences or those customers that truly, truly want what we have to offer. And I think what, what happens often is that this this um, connection to um, wanting to be perceived a certain way, uh, then pushes, push you know, sort of gets us off our actual path. And I always talk about how branding or marketing or anything else is really like dating, because ultimately, it's it behind every brand behind every personal brand b- behind you know every corporation there is a human sitting bre- living breathing human sitting and sort of um taking care of uh, all all kinds of sort of roles in that in that organization but ultimately we're all human and and the thing that makes the most uh, the thing that we all that drives all of us is emotion and so the the emotion comes from uh, um our like connectivity to someone and that connectivity comes from really feeling like that person is being who they are because we can sense energetically when that's not the case so i think it's um it's sort of um, the acceptance and self-awareness of who we are, what our business is, what, what we're really here out to do, and then t- being able to tell that story in the most compelling way so we can find exactly who's looking for us. And I want to give you an example because I think this might help us. Let's say that I want to, I, I've started dating and I want to find someone who also likes um, uh I don't know, shallow things. Let's say I'm not proud that I like shallow things, but, uh, that is who I am right now. And I want to, um, I want to find someone that's going to be happy with me. Um, and that wants to do, go do, you know, go shopping all the time. Let's say that's, that's where I am in my life. Um, if if I then portray myself as something else, I'm betraying myself, but I'm also then disconnected from people who I truly want to find. Because there are people who want to do exactly what I want to do, but I don't deem that attractive. So then I I, I shift myself, right? I shift myself to be able to um, be perceived a certain way. But in that shift, I am also disconnected from the people that I want to find. I'm disconnected from my own truth and I'm disconnected from the relationship that I actually want to have. So then I might fall into a relationship with somebody who doesn't actually like what I like, what I like. And then so we are disconnected. So I think marketing and branding is literally being self-aware enough to tap into our essential truth of who we are and then tell that story in a way to connect with exactly the audience that we want to connect with to form a long-term relationship. And that is the reason it's like dating and being authentic means just being. Um, And another thing, I know I'm going on long and long, but this is one of those things that I love talking about is um, when we talk about integrity as it relates to authenticity and being truly who we are, most of us talk about um, walking our talk. Right. It's, it's like if I said I am someone, then uh, my actions, how I show up in the world, my behavior, my decisions should show that. And I don't think about it that way. I think about integrity is talking what you're already walking. So you're not setting up other expectations for you're, you're not saying who you're going to be and then deliver on it you are delivering every day as you're living. We are all doing that. And we just say what we're actually doing right now. It's not, it's not inspirational. It's sort of like we are where we are. And then that is what we sort of message out into the world. So it's more about being who we are and saying who we are versus, um, saying who we are and then trying to catch up to that. Back over to you.
0: Avi, I love what you said. That was really comprehensive and excellent. Um, I've heard you speak a lot and I just keep loving hearing you speak every time and you have a, a lot to offer. And often, you know, you're, you're doing these great conversations and we don't get to hear from your expertise and uh, I'm enjoying this opportunity here. And it's making me think of a lot of different questions. So you touched upon a lot of different points there and I've got a lot of different things to ask you. So firstly, I do want to start with um, how do you build You talked about an authentic brand. How do you build a good brand? What goes into brand building? I mean, there's so many different um, things that resonate with different people. And you look at the great brands. I think of Apple, I think of Nike, you know, certain sports teams as well. They stand out. So in your opinion, in in an age of personal branding, everyone's trying to have this personal brand, this online brand that seems to, you know, uh, be almost a must these days you know you think of someone and you can think of what they're about what are your what is your piece of advice for people trying to build a brand
1: such a good question so and i think that people think about branding as such a complicated thing i think it's simple but it's not easy and what i mean by that is that here's the foundational truth about branding um it, there is, you know, as I talked about, it, it's about um, connecting with living, breathing human beings. And the most important thing to us, the key driver for us as humans is emotions. We make all of our decisions based on our emotions, even though the ones of uh, those of us who think we are logical. And I've said this a uh, hundred times every time we have these conversations is that um for the for those of us who we think uh, who are logical, um, or we 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 really really say we are rational and that we make our decisions based on analysis, ultimately, um, this, this desperation to be logical is coming from a fear of making the wrong decision. So even that is coming from emotion, and so the best brands in the world can make us feel they connect with us on a gut level. And it's beyond what um, it's it's beyond one thing or another or one product or the benefits. it's that that relationship that we have with the the best brands like the the ones that have stood the um, like have been sustained, right whether it's Apple or Louis Vuitton which is another like, great example of a brand that c- continues to sustain irrespective of what happens in the marketplace is, is that they create an, um, they, they create an emotional connection. And, and in order to be able to do that, I think the most important thing is self-awareness as a brand. So we need to know who we are, especially when you're talking about personal brand, because it's about, it's literally about how we show up in the world the conversations we have, the words we choose, the promises we make. Even when we're talking about uh, conversations on Clubhouse Sohaib or your podcast here, you're making a promise to somebody, right? You're saying, give me your time and I will, this is the promise that I'm making. This is a transformation that, that I'm g- hoping to um, create to serve you. And then everyone will be expecting that transformation from that promise. And then it's about delivering on that promise. And if you've made a promise that you feel good good about that, that based on your awareness of yourself, you know, you can deliver on. Then when I'm here listening to this podcast, um, I have heard the promise that you made. I'm like, Ooh, I want that. Right. I'm going to go in. I'm going to go and listen to that podcast. And 30 minutes in, if I'm, if I'm feeling like this is, this is what he promised and this is what I wanted. That's why I'm here. Then that I'm one date closer to um, wanting to be in that relationship, long-term relationship with you. And the, the best brands do that over and over and over again. And when they trip up, because all, n- none of us are perfect, um, they, they acknowledge it when they screw up and they apologize and then they do better. So just like just like humans, just like relationships, the the best brands have the self-awareness to know who they are. So they message out properly. Um, They are offering real value, even if it's um, even if it's entertainment. Right. It doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be something that's utility driven, but they 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 make a promise. They deliver on their promise. They do that again and again and again. And at the end of the day, when they screw up because the time will come, nobody's perfect. Then they address it, and then they, through addressing that, through apologizing, through acknowledging, through doing their best to make it, make it, make it up to your audience, the other person. Then um, it actually deepens the trust, so the relationship gets tighter because now. Whoever's we're dealing with knows that if if we f up next time, that we are going to show up, apologize, and um, and acknowledge it, and then build from there, and do our best to to rectify the situation. So I think it's just being being authentic means all of these things, and the best brands in the world have um, have the ability to um, to get everyone, everybody who's in their sphere on their touch points to trust them. And the trust comes from showing up every day, day in and day out, year in and year out, and um, delivering on the promise and then and then also handling the situation when, when things don't go right.
0: Avi, I absolutely love that. I think um, that's really useful advice. And from that, I'd want to think that is there instances where you can sense being in branding where a brand isn't quite right or a brand is trying to, um, you know, fake it, or you can, even from a person, a person with a personal brand, can you have a sense of inauthenticity? Can you always sense that? Do you think that's obvious for you at times and how does that affect building an audience?
1: I think if when, when we think about personal branding in particular, because we're dealing with humans, um, there are times when people are saying things right, and it, it seems right. It seems like I could say, I don't know what could I say. This is a good. This we could use examples um, on Clubhouse because I hear people speaking about things all the time, um, and there's the the words are coming out right, and they speak well, right? So let's say they're educated or um, they they know the concepts of what they're talking about, but even when there is not truth in it like there's energetically something that we feel sometimes we can't even put our finger on why we don't believe this person or why we don't trust somebody even though they're really smart or why we don't um why we don't want to engage with someone even the even though they seem impressive because there's this um as humans we have uh, some sort of intuition that we're not even aware of so i think when there is a gap between truth and um, what is being conveyed. There is a way for all of us, on some level, sometimes it's subtle, um, can sense that. And so I think it's it's um, it's it's challenging to be authentic in a world that, in some ways, doesn't. Um, doesn't reward authenticity, right? Like we look at people and if we go to somebody's website, we want to see that they wrote um, a a best-selling book. And if they've written a best-selling book or, you know, have three PhDs from certain universities, we're like, oh, well, this person must be uh, very smart. And then we dismiss others who are not. So it's, it's almost like we're living in a world that doesn't celebrate True authenticity, um, and then, however, it's the uh, it's actually the best relationships. The best brands ultimately have to come clean and be authentic. Otherwise, they can't show up and they can't have that emotional connection over and, and over and over again. Because if we show up as who we are not, we're not going to be able to keep that up for a very long time. We are going to disappoint, and then once we go down, it's it's hard to come back up because. Um, We've lied. So I think it's in terms of personal branding, it's just knowing that we are living in a world that doesn't necessarily always on the surface reward authenticity and just like being in that reality. But then realizing that the people that we want to connect with, the jobs that we want to have, the projects that we want to work on, the collaborations that are going to last are are only going to come from our authentic self. So um, we, we you know we can we can have we can make money um, for a, a year, right? We can we can make a good amount of money lying, but we cannot do it sustainably for the rest of our lives. So I think it's more about setting out our intentions long term, tapping into who we are, what makes us different, because all of us have a gift inside of us. Some of us are not aware of it. Some of us thought it was a different gift than the one we actually have. And we haven't investigated because we wanted to go get seven degrees to be um, sort of considered accomplished in this life. Um, But those of us who are looking inside, um, which is why I think so much of marketing or branding is about just self-awareness and understanding and having a a foundationally good relationship to ourselves and who we are and what our own gifts special gifts are then when we are tapped into that and we're creating from that place we are unstoppable and you know I could use myself as an example so as you said yes my background um my experience is all in marketing and branding but the the psychology piece of it is vital for all of this. So that, ha- that has been primarily the content that I've been creating. Now, people could come on this platform and say, well, Avi, there are uh, thousands of really accomplished therapists, right? Psychologists with 700 degrees on here. Who Who the hell are you to be able to hold court over here and tell us what you think about psychology, right? But because, but people understand the essence, the connection, the, the, the way that somebody's speaking to something um, that is ultimately the, the connective power of it. So I might come and say, hey, I've worked in marketing, but I understand the psychology of that. And also, this has been something that I think is so important, so important in my own journey. And this is something I've been studying for years in a very, very deep way. And this is what I've learned. Like here, here it is. Does this resonate with you? And it happens to resonate with people much more than sometimes when other therapists are talking. And so that is what I'm talking about. It's like that simple. It's so hard to actually trust that, but it's the truth because I'm living it. Um, So I think it's just coming from that honest, true place of passion and, um, uh, like transparency and emotional connectivity makes personal brands unstoppable. And I am, I am practicing what I'm preaching and I'm telling you it works for me. So that's all I can tell you.
0: <laughs> that's, I mean, you're a great example of someone who has built an authentic connection with a lot of listeners, um, on social audio. And that makes me ask the question, who do you think apart from yourself, um, maybe someone famous is a strong brand or has built a strong brand? Like, is anyone that you look up to or anyone you think, you know, you look to and you're like, that is an authentic, strong brand. Who would that be?
1: You know what? I don't I don't know why this is coming to my mind right now, but it's maybe because we've been talking about Elon Musk.
0: For, <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> for it for already. Like the past several-
1: yeah, because yeah. I was thinking about him and it's just like, he's crazy and he doesn't care. You know what I mean? Like he shows up and sometimes he is on Twitter um, like a child. Right. Or sometimes he's picking fights or sometimes he is um, his moods sort of are determining sometimes the way he's showing up in the world. But it's almost like he knows his genius and he knows that some of the stuff he does, you know, it's not great. I can't imagine he's proud of it every day, but he just, he's just showing up. Right. And, um, and he's unapologetic about it. Like, that's what I like. I like unapologetic brands because you know what you're getting you. I I liked, I I like the idea of, um, personal branding where, you know, what you're getting all the time, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. And with him, I feel like, you know, what you're getting, he's showing up every day in all the colors you know what i mean and i and i respect that because you you see his strengths and you also see where he falters and then you decide as a whole you either love him or hate him you don't like you know you don't you don't fence it about um you don't fence it about um elon musk and i think you know people are going to hate me for this but i also think donald donald trump is a very strong brand because you know what you're getting with him and either you're in it or you're not in it, but you're not confused, right? He says things and then he doesn't do them. Um, he lies, <laughs> he, it takes sides <laughs> to be able to make decisions happen, but you know what you're getting with him and either there's, there's something attractive about that to you or there isn't, you know? And I think it gets more, um, murky when you're talking about, um, You know, other presidents, because even though they were they were deemed as or even our current president, you could look at him and be like, there's stuff underneath the surface that doesn't feel right. I don't trust him. And that that is very clear like you trust you know who trump is much more than you know you trust who, who you know biden is because you know that there's stuff going on underneath the surface so i think the best brands are the ones that are coming to the party as they are and you take them or leave them but when you take them you really take them
0: i think some brilliant examples and that's strong strong brands that you give examples of to my mind i think david beckham would be another one who's someone who's I mean, a more conservative brand, but has definitely built a brand in not only his his ability in a sports sense, but in kind of decisions he's made with maybe with his style or his companies or who he's married and, and becoming an ambassador. So I think that's a strong <laughs> English brand would be David Beckham. And I think this is super fascinating because a lot of branding, right, plays into human psychology, consumer psychology. Um, I mean, so many parts of branding makes people make different decisions there's just some instincts and gut instincts at times where you choose one brand over another or it's a reputation that's built over time like you said it's sustainable and that's authentic brands um that have done that and it could be the same product but when you put or slap a new brand onto something it's amazing how consumers or people will buy a totally different thing without actually looking at the actual quality of something but just that brand and that's why brand is so powerful and avi We've learned a lot from here today I'm definitely going to get you back on the human behavior show at a further point because there's I know a lot of different topics we can be discussing here. I want to know from you kind of rounding it up in the last three minutes or so. What are your thoughts on the future of brands um do you think brands are going to change and um, we see this kind of need of brands having to show almost a quote unquote wokeness at times as well um with with digital media evolving as well do you see? place for brands changing there as well. And finally, you've been successful in social audio, so I'd also love to know um, how you translated your successes in the marketing branding world into becoming a great speaker.
1: I don't know if I'm a great speaker, so I hate. I'm a pretty sloppy speaker, but I'm getting better. Um, every day because I'm just getting on stages and speaking so maybe I'll just the resilience is is the key there for me right now and determination but in terms of the future I think this um, pandemic really showed us the gap between what brands say and what they actually do when shit hits the fan and because it was an extended period of time and it impacted us so much. I think that most of us are looking for brands who just say who they are and then be that, or just be who they are and not say things that they can't do or won't do. And so this wokeness thing, I don't know about the wokeness thing, but here's what I don't like, what I don't like. And I hope this is on, on the, um, precipitous of 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 shifting is this idea of brands promising to change the world. I I can't stand it every time a brand says, I want to change the world. Really? No. You don't want to change the world. You want to make money. And (laughs) make money. (laughs) Yes. But but you want to make money. You want to make money doing something you like. And that is good enough because what the world needs isn't more people trying to impact the world. What the world needs is most of us doing what makes us feel alive. And then that helps all of us feel more alive because when we love what we're doing and we're making money and we're sustaining, then, then it's better for everyone else. So I just, I, um, I think that we are coming to a place where we're we're calling out brands quicker and quicker when they're promising and under delivering, and I hope that those those sounds continue to get louder, where we get more clear on who we are, and then just communicate that more authentic- authentically. So there's less um, less gray area in terms of what's being communicated and what is truth, and I and I do see that that that's shifting, and I think that that's been really really to tie it into the the last question that you said is that like this, this um, inside out approach to branding, this checking in with our values, what they are checking in with what I do know and what I don't know is checking in with the truth of like how I'm showing up here on clubhouse, even um, with my experience and what my intentions are and where do I come from and why am I doing this and explaining all that, the truth of it. That is the most connective thing that has been the most connective thing because it's true because sometimes it means vulnerability because people can connect to somebody who doesn't pretend to know everything because no one does and anybody who's who thinks they do are, are just lying and so like the the more we can align with um, the truth in, inside of ourselves and then also. Um, the truth inside of ourselves, and then what feel, we feel connected to, and create from that inspiration. Create from um, whether it's good or not. Ultimately, it, the 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 source of it is is true inspiration. Then people can't uh, help but feel magnetized because um, that is what we all want for for ourselves. We all want to have the courage to create our brands from that inside out place to have that confidence the true confidence that is truly magnetizing so if we can be okay with who we are and build a stronger foundation internally that the way that it will get translated to and the way that it gets reflected um will be in a way that that um is magnetizing and i think that is really exciting
0: avi i love that to kind of close out things that was a brilliant answer and when i was trying to build a brand back in 2017 probably five years ago first time i thought about it and um i thought about digital doctor because i was like my, my name can be hard, kind of hard to say but digital doctor is you know puts in tech and health right on the tin and at the start a lot of my friends were making fun of me why would you come up with that name but it's weirdly worked wonders <laughs> people can't say my name so refer to me as that so it works that way secondly Instantly on my social media profiles. If if someone searches, that comes up and people straight away will read what I'm up to. Um, it's catchy, and then fourthly, just a lot of opportunities. Um, people kind of know what I'm about and what I'm going to be talking about. So I think brand building for me has 100% been so so useful. So I would highly encourage everyone to listen to what Avi said here today and do it the right way. And Avi, as a bonus question, before I ask where people can follow you, and I know you have a really good newsletter as well. Um. How, why or how do you feel social audio should be or would be utilized for brands? Why should brands be in social audio? I think whilst we're doing a whole topic on branding, there's no one better than you to kind of, I guess, do a bit of a pitch of of why social audio works so well for brands or could work so well for brands.
1: Oh, so many reasons, Sohei. Um I think it's a very intimate... Um, it can be it doesn 't always have to be, but I think there's a the immediacy of it and the intimacy of voice um, it it really can create that emotional connection that I talked about it 's the most important thing is that emotional connection, and it 's hard to bullshit when you 're being asked a question or when things are happening exactly. Um, Everything is transpiring at the same moment, so that there isn't. It, there's some, you know, there's some preparation that a brand can do, but ultimately, um, a lot of trust can be built if there is a conversation that's happening in real time versus any anywhere else. Like whether it's a website and you're going back and forth with someone, or if you're on a call, it's just a one-on-one. But there's something about A community who can um, connect with a brand simultaneously and a brand who's courageous enough to show up for that sort of an event. Because, you know, when you do that, you don't have that much to hide. If you're if you're if you're um, allowing a two way conversation with your audience, then you are up there and you are ready to face them no matter what. And that can really enlist trust. And one of the one of the most powerful things I think that's that I've been um, really valuing is to get a better understanding of what your value is to your audience, because you're constantly getting live feedback, you're getting Inexpensive research that then you can use in not only your product or services or content, but also in your marketing because you're getting more clear about how people describe you when they're talking to you or about you, and then using their own words. So that they can find you easier. So this—that's the most like tactical thing that I that I've seen, and something that that is that the feedback loop that you can get as a brand on social audio, based on research any versus research any other way, it's shorter time. It feels more accurate to me because it's real time. People don't have time to like think about it. They're just in the flow of things. And so, and then you that quick feedback can allow you to also be really agile and and shift very quickly when you need to, whether it's a messaging or product to be able to like continue to build that relationship and integrate what you're hearing um, instantaneously into what you're doing. And to me, that's like, uh, that's, that's not really tapped by brands right now. I understand that there's no ROI right now, right? It's not a media buy. Uh, When you're talking about Clubhouse, when we say a room had uh whatever 700 replays we don't know what that really means like what engagement is but what we do know is that there are people speaking and giving feedback and that feedback is coming from an audience that is yours so being able to use that and integrate that feedback is really valuable and that's not information that's easily accessed any other way in this way so i think that is um untapped uh, opportunity for a lot of the brands right now who are who are thinking they shouldn't be on on the platform or that roi is the thing it's not the thing you can get really clear on who your audience is and how to message properly
0: i think if that hasn't convinced any brands i don't know what will i think avi gave a super uh good breakdown of why more brands should be using social audio and it's a different type of you know platform compared to you know just numbers alone um, social audio really forms that connections. as Arby's really highlighted today, and it looks beyond just superficial connections. It looks to kind of really have that back and forth and gather more and more insight into why your customers or a specific demographic or a population wants a product or a service. And a lot of it's great PR as well, because I think when you see the actual people behind a brand, say founders come on or whatever, I think it really connects you to their mission. Um... And it changes how you view that. Normally, often, we don't see the people behind the brand, and and you can't really see that. For example, Instagram ads or TikTok, even though they can go viral and get a lot of views, clicks. I think social audio works very differently, and you're right. When you do hear it, you can, you know, ask questions, you can interact, and you, we don't get those opportunities. And I've seen that a lot with brands on social audio. So definitely encourage people, if you are interested, you know, you could reach up to Avi or myself. Um, on partnering with the Human Behavior Club or on Avi's um, clubs or shows as well. It'd be brilliant. Avi runs some amazing shows. So Avi, thank you so much for coming on. This has been brilliant. It's been like a masterclass on all things branding. I feel like we need you back on soon to do one on all the other topics you discuss as well and maybe some of your guests. But Avi, where can people follow you most importantly?
1: Oh my gosh. So it's been such a pleasure and I'm so excited for you and this um, sort of format for you. For you, And then obviously love the Human Behavior Club and um, and the whole community there, because I think um, we're talking about the most, uh, the, the, basically the most foundational topics um, that impact us on a daily basis. So uh, do not miss out on your sleep on that. But I am uh, at Saviavi on uh, clubhouse and um my handle on instagram is at i am Savvy avi so you can find me there
0: great guys please follow avi she has um great information to share and her room's absolutely brilliant very well attended and um we'll be back with another episode of the human behavior show and we're doing this on the call-in app the advantage is that this will be published straight away and and um, will be available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and you can listen to it and please share. Would love to hear about more guests. Um I'm kind of doing the leaders of my human behavior um show. I'm getting insights into their expertise, what they think about, and I'll be finishing that interview series. And then we'll be working with the call team to get on some psychologists and some special guests and, and see how that goes. I'm trying to keep them to around 30 minutes Avi always had a lot to share, so we're getting close to the 40-minute mark. But um, this was absolutely brilliant. And I think this is high-impactful stuff and a lot of people can get value. So thank you, Avi. I will catch you soon. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Thank you, Soheib. This was awesome. I'm happy to be back.
0: <laughs> thank you. Great to see you as always. Bye, everyone.